Hello, everyone. This is WSQF Blink Radio. I'm here for the, I guess, the 2 o'clock hour. Not a, not an original time of mine, but it's a time nevertheless because I've got a very interesting guest from my blast from my past. She probably knew me. I, I was probably in a sandbox last time she saw me. <laughs> and her, if you all know me personally, um, you remember the days of Moralito. And this is Moralita. That's right. So uh, welcome to Maria Morales. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? How are you? I, I, I'm flabbergasted. You, I have you here. You're literally the blast of my past. And I'm really excited to have you here. It's, I'm so happy that you are so happy to, to want to come to Blink Radio. Keep us going. WSQF 94.5. And... You know, you're in microphone three, so give it a shot. Well, I'm happy to be here, first of all, so thank you so much for having me here. Uh, most people will probably know my family from my father founding the Big Five Club, which is where... El Alcalde. Our, our El Alcalde. No, El Alcalde was actually Andy Garcia's father. Oh, that's right, the, the caterer. That was Andy Garcia's father, and my father was a presidente. Andy Garcia, the actor. Right. Uh, yeah, their family was hugely involved in the Big Five. Uh so my father was not in Alcalde. He was actually in Presidente of the Big Five and the founder right. of the Big Five. Uh, yep, was, which is, by the for those in Miami who are not familiar, the Big Five, it, the name was given to the Big Five, uh, representative of the five biggest clubs in Cuba who correct. in exile got together and formed the social club. Correct. In the Westchester area, which is now, I would say, Sweetwater, I guess is the right number? Yeah, 8th Street and 92nd Avenue. It's still going strong. Yeah, yeah big, a, big property now. Oh, yeah, it was well, when... Uh, when, when my father was uh, president of the, uh, I think it was literally the term after your father finally gave up power at the yeah. big fire, let the rest right. of us talk. <laughs> right, right, right. I remember my dad serving two terms there, and uh, I remember being a little kid annoyed that my father was always at the big five and he wasn't with me. And he said, Mio, get over it. You start playing soccer next year. <laughs> you know? Right, right. And the squash courts were done while he was there. I remember how impactful your father was to get the big pool. Right. The big pool. And I thought, oh, the he, summer camp is still going strong there. Yeah. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. So now uh, you still live in the area, I suppose? I well moved away and lived in New York for 30 years, and I moved back to Miami to uh, help my mom. Uh, she was doing good, and everybody knows her as Biusa. Yeah, Biusa. The, the queen of the big five. The, and the queen of Gatlinburg, <laughs> Tennessee. That's true. The <laughs> yeah. Gatlinburg trips that we all took together was a lot of fun. Uh, but the reason I wanted to come here was because I have the same flame inside of me that you have, yes. which is what's happening in the nation right now. Absolutely. Which Obsessive. Is a, a blatant, blatant overtaking of our democracy, of our republic, by the World Economic Forum, by the WHO, by all those globalists that see us as probably the biggest impediment for their global and the big And the big source of their wealth because mm -hmm. they make our carbon emissions... Uh, paid, we pay a fine to the world in carbon emissions and carbon credits to the third world and that's all UN that's all stealing from us to pay for the development of the underdeveloped world correct and the, well, the biggest irony is that everything from the Green New Deal comes from China so anytime they talk about the Green New Deal, it's called paying back China for all the bribes and the $31 million that they paid the Biden family. So, oh, boy, did you make a giant leap? I thought you were going to go easy. Into no, 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 I don't go easy. I don't go easy. Uh-uh. you got to call a spade a spade, and the guy is a totally compromised president. He doesn't know where he's... He, but how compromised I, are we when 8 million people more voted for him 
than for a person who was successful at president. So the media says. So the, so the media says. I have my own eyes. They, t- <laughs> they tell you it's a calm, a calm protest while there's a fire in the back. Yeah. They, I mean, it's they're, they're the most gaslighting media that's ever been president. They're, they're not even a media. They're really a propaganda machine that you never that's, ever hear. You know, them. that's very consistent with communism. And of course it is. It's already here. It is already. We have January 6th prisoners that have, haven't even been told what they're Charged being held for. Against your civil rights. 100%. Political prisoners and guys throwing rocks at buildings, taking down uh, businesses, closing down shops. Don't even aren't even charged, aren't even arrested. Slap, yeah. and they're bonded for free if they do get charged. Correct, uh, with, with <laughs> by with, our own vice president, with Kamala Harris's endorsement and help. Hey, folks, if that isn't communism, what is? What are you waiting for? The army to come down your street? I mean, come on. No, no, it's really disturbing me. Which I was reading about today is what's happening to the farmers, and how the World Economic Forum wants to uh, tell the farmers what what fertilizer they can use, what they can't use, and basically... And meanwhile, uh, starving Sri Lanka, who got off fertilizer a long time ago. Correct. And, and now they're starving. It's not sustainable. What they, they call it, all they talk about is being sustainable, and of course, everything that the left does is a complete lie and hypocrisy. It is not sustainable, and you see the, the, the farmers that are protesting all over the world now because they're literally being told to stop to stop producing food, to, to they're Cattles are, cattle farms are being burned down with cattle being killed. Ch- chickens are being burned down all over, not only here in the United States, all over the world. Yeah, you know, that's a story that for some reason no one's been able to pin down. It's as, as if the globalists in some way or form very mysteriously successfully getting freakazoids to, to burn every cannery around, chicken coops, yeah. farms, uh, the cows dying in the middle of the heat right. all of a sudden, and yet Cows dying in the middle of the heat. Come on, they live out towards their whole life. Not only <laughs> that, but they're they're uh, constantly drinking water and they constantly have moist grass in right. their bellies. And then the horses in the same areas were were surviving. Right. So that's uh, that's a poisoning. It's a, lie. It's a total it's a po- lie. It's a poisoning of the well. Something they're poisoning the well. They're poisoning water. They're poisoning us. And um, and that's their excuse for not having fertilizer. Oh, the cows were poisoned. Right. Too much excessive runoff. From the neighboring farm, um, they all started, um, you know, precipitously uh, before the organic brand came out mm-hmm. of buying organic food. Just a way of ripping people off. Well, charging and it's more expensive, <laughs> and it's all much more expensive. And it's not organic because the neighboring farm fertilizes. Therefore, you're fertilized too. Those planes don't know when to pull out the gas when they fly over your crops. Right. Of course, they're getting the neighbors. Right. I mean, and it's all to the benefit of the the quality of our food, whether we like it or not, as the population increases, while Elon says that the population is very worried about, so am I, I wrote it in my book, I seem to have the right argument, and I believe that people really can't really argue with the left, because we complain about the left, but you have to make an accusation that can that can be established by fact, mm-hmm. and repeat it, and repeat it, and repeat it. I believe they're politically bipolar. Because all their policies, every single one of them, has driven down birth rates. Well, they're all about population control. Yes. And if you drive down birth rates, there's no one to pay for Social Security that you also advocated for. So you're you're bipolar. And when you're politically bipolar, the minority party has been minority since 1911. People Mm -hmm. don't realize the the Republican Party, even though they lack uh, oomph and they lack a desire to be majority party because they don't do the right things. The last time we asked them to do the right thing was when we gave them somewhat of a majority and they failed to materially alter the Obamacare. They did nothing. Right. That came later with Trump and some budget. Okay, 
he forced it upon them. And almost as if they didn't never want, after all that screaming and yelling about Obamacare, Republicans didn't do anything. So we really will never earn the 60 senators we need to fix this country almost 10 uh, election cycles consistently because that's how the Democrats ruin this country. People don't realize we haven't had a filibuster-proof Senate since 1911. Think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I call that political Stockholm Syndrome. So in my book, I talk about Uh political bipolarity and political Stockholm Syndrome. And in the early part of the book, I describe why I'm I'm calling for the reinvention of the United States, and the word reform will not appear in the 399 pages of the book. And it's really, really harsh to realize that the word I came up with and that I got in the Urban Dictionary is called the progressive virus. And that's in 2014, little did I know, coronavirus was going to shatter right. American economy. And our friend Donald J. Trump, as you can see them all six foot of him is sitting here in the room with us. <laughs> and, and he allowed this country to, uh, this country to, he allowed himself to be smacked down. And the only reason he allowed that is because he was being smacked down with Russia collusion, with false impeachment. Which was absolutely horrific. That's so communist. They, they talk about wanting an easy transition and, oh, look, uh, Obama let him come in. They didn't do it. That's the only easy part of the transition was that the Obamas actually moved out of the White House. Everything else was not an easy transition because they made his entire four years an abomination for a, pre- for a man who was giving oh, up. Oh, you're speaking my language. I love it. He, abomination. That's exactly right. Yeah, no, he, he was a man who was wealthy on his own, loves his country, is willing to say, you know what, these politicians are all crooked. We need a businessman because they're running this the country into the ground, which they were purposely, purposely. The and left, they still the are. The left are running into the ground They're accelerating it now. It's all done on purpose. This, The gas price is going up, everything. And that's why so many people that I saw with my own eyes adore this president. I have never seen such adoration for a president in my life. And people get worried about the word adoration. Oh, that that, that, that then goes I'm on. A, That's remember, virtual, like being a cult. Inter- I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if it's on the other virtue of being a cult. The man is... An, is yeah, is, but they have to prove that. Gave up his they personal life. They can't prove life. cult stuff. Right. Cult is you guys accusing him of being in Russian collusion. That's cult. Yeah, no, The Democratic Party, everything, cult. Let me tell you, I, I said this one time. Uh, my Democratic friends, which I can't believe that we have Cuban Democratic friends, but we do. Many and, of them. And everybody's allowed to have their opinion, which is fine. And that's what makes this country a wonderful country. At least colorful. <laughs> but what I tell them is, you don't understand, everything you hate about the Republican Party is exactly what your party is doing. So you actually hate your own party. Yeah, progressive. Because they're the ones who were who were colluding with, us, with the Russians. They're the ones who were who, who was doing... Everything that they've accused it's Trump proje- of doing. It's called they're projection. The ones, they're the ones who have the sons. Uh, not only was it just Hunter, it was Pelosi's Carrie. son, Carrie's son, Mitt, Mitt Romney's son. All of them. And they were like, they saw this man coming in like he's, he's coming in as turning on the light and the cockroaches all running. Yes. They're like, turn the lights back off. Nobody was noticing. We were getting all these bribes. So what, how do you think? We're not going to make any money as politicians. And I'm not sure which founding father or, or old politician from the old days of yore said anybody any politician who makes money while in power is a crooked politician oh that is very simple <laughs> very simple because they were supposed to come in to power to serve their little, little, little after town. they were successful in their own careers right almost correct in, almost as if it's not supposed to be a career it's supposed to be let me give up my little store where my son runs it so i can represent my my little congressional district or my state and then come back to it but not just do it for the rest of your life. You know why you're doing it for the rest of your life? Because you're getting money on the side constantly. 
And the Bidens are the worst. Well, the Clintons and Bidens are probably next same to school, same, same school. The, the Clintons used, used uh, Hillary used a, a bill giving speeches at all of these uh, rogue, rogue, horrible countries, giving speeches that they were giving him $3 million for speech. Who gives anybody $3 million for speech? That was a $3 million bribe that they launder not only through that, his speeches. Not only that, uh, the nuclear material to, to run power plants in the Middle East. Yeah. People don't realize who represented those companies who were uh, designing and doing RFPs in Egypt, Yemen, uh, Somalia, Kenya, name a bunch of others. They're, they were trying to get Africa to go nuclear right. while Europe was closing down nuclear. Explain that to me. Right. Why? Because Why? it was Russians that were going to be building these plants. Correct. But they needed nuclear Material. Materials. And, and, and the Clinton and, Foundation was facilitating. Hillary was 100% facilitating them. Just closing the your eyes and signing off get, with get, 10 other people. Oh, that's not me. There's getting nine Getting the mining rights for 100%. And all the getting paid through his his speeches. I learned that through uh, Schweitzer, Peter Schweitzer's book, yeah. Clinton Cash, which everybody has to read Clinton Cash. These people are so dirty. The Haitian, the Haitian they Foundation. They off. kept 90, 90, I think they gave 6% of the money they collected away. To the Haitians, the rest they kept to themselves. Because if you look up in the nonprofit, there's a, a little directory. Hey, you have to you go disclose. To, yeah, you disclose. Six percent was getting to the Haitian people. The rest was going to them, paying off bribes to other people, saying, "Hey, don't talk." Well, what I didn't don't say talk is, about me. Don't don't what don't I rat did, on me. What I didn't say about the the nuclear power, and especially I'm thinking mostly Egypt, because that's when they uh, created the Tariki Square uh, over the corn shipments to Egypt and the corn. You know, remember corn. In the Middle East is what people and livestock eat as a major mainstay. What does that say about a society when you're eating the same stuff your your livestock eats? Um, was Mueller and uh, and Comey? They both had legal representations of major multinational corporations seeking nuclear power in the Northeast, and that relationship starts with none other than and somehow connected to Valerie Jarrett. Jesus. I like that we were going all over the place. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> just the, the, the total. It's just so much stuff that you want to get it all out in the hour we have to speak Manny, to. this morning, last last night, I, this morning I, I taped it, but last night at the end of the Laura's Ingram show, she showed a tape of of Biden coming up with his wife on one side and Kamala on the other side. And he starts laughing. He goes, you know, every time I, I hear uh, hail to the chief, I look around and start looking for the president because it, it took me a very long time to, to remember that I'm the president. <laughs> and I've said about that. I go, I guarantee you, because I take care of my Alzheimer's mother, I go, I guarantee you they have to wake him up every morning and tell him, hey, you're the president. It's elderly abuse. I just wrote about it in the in the uh, Florida uh, the Florida Federation for Republican Women. I do their newsletter. And so I write to write a, a, an article in there. An editorial article, and um, and it's like they they said it's elderly abuse. He should Absolutely. not be doing that. He should be he should be in the uh, basement where he started. He <laughs> he should be retired and enjoying his ill-gotten gains from uh, all from Kazakhstan and from China and no, from Russia being, and being Obama's get, bag getting man. ready to go to prison and him and his son and you know everything to put him in prison. Him and his son and his brother are in that laptop and they're still running around running the country. Well, now there's good there's a good angle that. All of us probably were thinking in our heads, uh, you know, him wanting to throw his father under the bus from being abused. Oh, he's and he left those. He, this laptop. is a very mentally ill. Yeah, man. he left very those. He left Ill. those laptops behind. And the daughter him. left her diary behind underneath the, the the underneath the the mattress of the rehab she was staying in, and talks about showering with her father, and then she puts in parentheses probably inappropriate. 
Yeah. I, I, I didn't know. They were, trying daughter... to, they were trying to sabotage your dad, and the American people elected. They, they, and the, and media. the media just looks the other way. They won't cover it. They That's won't communism, cover it. Man. They're, they're complicit because it's a propaganda machine. It's not. The media is not an investigative tool anymore. They're supposed to keep the politicians in check. That's why he's number one. And in they're the, not. Uh, in they're the Bill not. Of rights. They, you know what happened? Freedom of the press. The politicians just bought the media. They became friends with the owners of the media and said, "Hey, you know, you gotta, you gotta help me out here." And they started saying, "Sure, let, we." What's with being unbiased? What are we talking about? I'm sure, we're well, gonna go. my, they've always actually been pretty left wing, but now it's out of control. Out of control. Well, I believe it started, uh, the media sellout started what I call the denial of manifest destiny of the United States. And it commenced in 1959 when they decided to eradicate an impossible communism in the Far East in exchange for leaving one 90 miles away. And that ended up being a bludgeoned mess because Castro's existence in Cuba has allowed him, with the help of many people funding him, because mm -hmm. all that Castro offers to the communist world is intelligence, intel. Right. And you can saw when he was able to buy off Ana Belen Montes all the way to number two at DIA. But he destabilizes those economies to, to the degree where we have 40 million people on this side of the border driving down middle class uh, income. Right. That's denied manifest destiny. Period. Correct. And until Americans realize you've denied your own manifest destiny, ignoring the very people who funded your Battle of Yorktown in 1781. Right. Right. I understand that tyranny, tyranny came from within. I understand Fidel Castro was given. I understand that the Platinum America, the Platinum Amendment was repealed by the Treaty of Relations. But still, <laughs> even though you guys made those mistakes. You still had an obligation to keep Cuba free because when you guys were under tyranny, under British rule, it is the Cuban treasury under colonial rule of Spain mm -hmm. who despised the British for their own reasons because of battles that they had over uh, the island of, I believe, uh, uh, the, not the Canary Islands, the other islands that just inside, uh, just inside the Mediterranean there. Uh, forgive me, I can't remember. Um, they were battling over those islands, and the British were occupying. They said, well, if we support the colonials in America, we'll spread the British armada thin, and we'll get back our islands. So they told uh, the governor of Pata Rouge, his name was Armando uh, uh, Bernardo Galvez, <clears throat> who had a, an uncle that was governor of Cuba, together, they sealed off the Mississippi River so the British couldn't get into the Mississippi, back-ending Washington. And then with 38 ships from the French, who were also having their problems, you know the French mm -hmm. cut off their king's head right after our independence. Well, those 38 ships come to Hispaniola, get rejected by the French there, and sent to Cuba to go raise 500,000 pounds of gold and silver after Washington had requested for Robert Morris, hey man, help me. Uh, I, uh, my, my soldiers are leaving the battlefield. They got... Yellow fever, I need money. He goes, dude, you already bankrupt me. I'll talk to Spain. Through his relationships with mm -hmm. Cuba, I imagine there's no fax or phone so, or no beeper. I don't know how this transpires. I imagine some kind of Paul Revere kind of horseback messages onto ships and then ships to Cuba. It takes months, years, who knows how long. 38 ships show up in, the, in Havana Harbor. All documented in my book, all researched from Spanish archives as well as American archives. I'll say you're quite the historian. Uh, I learned it the hard way. And in 1780, 
he shuts off the Mississippi River. Bernardo Gallows, after winning a battle during a hurricane for the Battle of Pensacola, shuts it off. British can no longer get in there. Whatever British forces are already in there get stuck in there. Uh-huh. So you can b- cannon fire them the hell away. And Cuba had the largest control of dried gunpowder from the Marco Polo voyages on the other side of Central America in Panama. And you can see slaves holding on their shoulders gunpowder crossing from the Pacific to Atlantic because the Panama Canal did not exist. But there was rowboats in between to marshal this gunpowder. So guess who had the gunpowder for the War of Independence? The Cuban people under colonial rule. Right. To know that this is true or not true, you look at the Spanish silver dollar. There's a reason why the U.S. dollar is called dollar, because the Spanish silver dollar actually was the currency of not only choice, of obligation. The first 65 years of the independence of this country. And if you look at the coin itself, and I'll show it to you after the show, you look at the coin itself and you see something that's so freaking modern. You look at the symbol of the coins mm-hmm. in the back, you see two globes, the old world and the new world, two columns, and, and silk uh, reeves on the columns. But uh, the way they're printed, I should have done them this way. My hand motion, folks, for those listening. <laughs> It's a hand motion of how the reefs go down the columns. But you can see how this becomes, and I don't want to say it to you because I'm going to surprise you now, but look, go to the Internet, go to Images, put Cuban Silver Dollar, Ocho Reales de España. If you don't find it through Cuban Silver Dollar, you'll definitely find it through the collector's sites. Folks, look at all these coins. From the 1500s all the way to the 1700s, look at the back of the coin. They're all different. Different types of markings, but it's the same marking, the, the world and the columns. And those days, the accountants who were doing the ledgers, they were getting asking to be paid in Spanish silver dollar when they arrived to the New World, because we were sending the raw material over there. Raw cotton that supported the, uh, the Civil War 60 years after independence, all the raw materials to make gold and silver from everything from jewelry, to, well, coins were, um, not, with the exception of the mint, because the Spanish kingdom didn't want that silver dollar, Ocho Real de España, minted over there, stolen by their cousins, their dukes, their, and all their family members. They wanted the new silver dollar on this side of the world to be printed in Peru and Mexico. And apparently it was easier to steal from the Indians, fight them, and kill them, and then mint the coins, put them in bags, stored them in the Fort Knox of the New World, which was Cuba, because Cuba had the geographic bracts mm-hmm. of uh, stone-edged corners of water inlets where you can park, anchor, store, the, and, and protect with cannon fire from pirates. So Cuba was actually a natural uh, safe for these coins. Well, anyway, the point being is the dollar sign comes from that coin, the dollar sign. You'll see it when I show you the image. You can see where the dollar sign comes from, an S which are the reefs mm-hmm. and the two bars of the two right. columns of the coin, which in modern area through computer, we eliminate one bar, I guess because of fonts or something, you know, the invention of the fonts for the computer. But remember, when we were kids, the dollar sign was an S and two, right. two lines. And that's when Americans realized, wow, many story sticks. And we didn't really exchange our coin until 1850 and the dawning of the Civil War we came up with the Coinage Act of 1850, mm-hmm. and we call it the dollar. In the meantime, 
the counter. Well, now they're getting rid of the dollar. Oh uh, yeah, that's, the, what that's part of the world world economic ahead. forum. Go ahead, great great segue. <laughs> that part of the world economic forum is what they want to get rid of uh, paper money and uh, coins and have us all just using a card and at some point to probably put it on our fingerprints. Our fingerprints will probably be recording how much money we have in and our when, bank accounts. And when and where. Right. Oh, no. And did you hear when they were, they, they don't even hide any of this. Yeah. People have to look this up. People have their head in the ground. People are just taking care of their families, going home and, you know, and saying, you know what? I don't even want to know what's happening. You better wake up and start knowing what's happening because these people are actually going after our grandchildren. I don't even know if I want to encourage my children to have, have, to have grandchildren for me because I'm really worried about the future because what these people are playing... Well, they also want that too. Yeah. They don't want you to reproduce. Correct. Well, that's another thing of the whole transgender thing. It's pushing that whole thing yeah. because they want women to turn into men and not have babies. <laughs> they, you know, to tell you the truth. And, uh, and it's all started with the 1970 no-fault divorce. To answer the call, you can Mr. History. You can you can always bring everything back. Yeah, to, my to, book. Yeah, my yeah. book allowed me to connect all these dots, and I want to reinvent the country with everything that you all are saying mm -hmm. opposite. Yeah. <laughs> In other words, you guys want term limits? No, I want attendance right. limits. Well, it, it, well, the World Economic Forum. I have the video of the guy talking about how exciting that you're going to put a little chip into us. And that chip will have an app on your phone that then you will be able to Get look organ at your, car donors. Your, car your carbon imprint. You can know, you know your carbon. Yeah, and the government can know too. And the government can know exactly where you are at any time whenever they want to come in and, and, and take you away. No, it's, turn off your car so you can't drive any farther because yeah. you're, you're at your carbon imprint right. max. Right, you, you have maxed out your carbon imprint. You, you have to pull over else. and walk home the rest they of the way. Are, they, they think that this is exciting for us because they have really convinced liberals that the sky is falling. And this chicken little story, I no, don't buy no, it for a second. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't buy it for a second. They didn't convince liberals. Liberals convinced us that they're right. And that's the problem. Uh, the biggest problem that liberals have is not so much that they're brain dead and not really effective people. They lose a lot in life. But what their biggest problem is, they can't admit to the fact they lie and they steal. That's all they want yeah. is to steal from those who make this, their money nine to five and, and profit. I can't understand for people who vote for Democrats. When I moved to New York when I was 24 years old, uh, uh, Koch was the, was the mayor. And, it was, and New York had been a crime war zone for many years at that point. And people, like they're doing now, I'm just getting used to it. And it's okay. You know, we, and when I moved there, I was 24 years old. And I was like, I walked around. I remember with, when I first couple of days, like with my hands in karate motion, like ready, ready to get mugged any moment. And, <laughs> and I never got mugged, thank God. But I did see, I did see a lot of crime happen. And I was constantly reporting. And I was, I was missing 911. But and then, and it was filthy. There was rats everywhere. There Still was is. homeless They're everywhere. They're just bigger now. Well, what's happening right now? Uh, and then Dinkins came along, and it got even worse. worse yeah. That's when crack went wild. I would at that time. So Dinkins I, was the De Blasio of his time. I mean, he made he made Koch look like a good mayor, which Koch was not a good mayor. He wasn't. It got even worse. When I would walk into the, I lived in a brownstone at the time, and I would walk into my vestibule where you get your mail, and then you have the extra door to go up with a door with a lock. People would sit in my vestibule and smoke crack, and I would have to like step over crack bottles or over people that were passed out there. And, and I would have to tell the. And I lived across from Washington Square Park. This was this is the, the campus for uh, for NYU, okay. and it was rampant, rampant drug abuse. Anyways, the point I'm getting to is then later on we we got in Giuliani. What's the difference? One's a Democrat, 
One's a Republican. <laughs> Giuliani cleaned up the city. The scaffolding came down. He turned all the subways into the type that you, when you when you spray paint them, the paint just rolls yeah. off. So all the, sub, paint. the subways were all beautiful. All the buildings were beautiful. Uh, they, I mean, everything. And then it became into that beautiful, shining diamond that it's supposed to be for the whole entire planet. It's supposed to be the capital of the planet. And I lived there during the Giuliani years. And the difference was night and day. I can see and with not, my own the, eyes and the, thing the difference is, between a Democrat and the difference between a Republican. And then you look at what's happening in California. Every time the liberals take over a city, they really destroy it. So can't people with their own eyes look and see what the liberals are? Like, why would anybody ever want to vote for Gavin Newsom for president? Which I know that's what they're trying to do now. Because he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's young and good looking, correct. But the guy, well, they, they fail their way to the top. He destroyed San Francisco. No, he's he's destroying the, California. And now and they he, want him to come and destroy the United States. But and, he's a, and, he's, and he's family lineage of Pelosi. Right. They're related. So <laughs> it's a really art of stealing and art how's, of how's Pelosi's city doing? It's it's how's how's a San Francisco. How's, how's uh the, the big mouth? The one that tells everybody to be confrontational. Oh, yeah, well, Waters. Maxine Waters. Maxine How Waters. is her area doing? She's done nothing for her people. Nothing. They're in squalor. Her little area is squalor. And gets reelected. And because Same with the guy who passed away from Baltimore. Because they lie and say, we're, we're, we're here to help you. We're here to, the, the Republicans are terrible. Who was the guy from, uh, from Baltimore who passed away, a civil rights activist? He did nothing for his community either, and he was there for 30 years in Congress. And all the money that was sent to him for the the race rights of the 60s, yeah. the buildings were still burned out when they had to riot again. They yeah. go, wait a minute, you guys just riding uh, CBS? Yeah. Uh, why are you riding CBS? That's the only people who can serve you. Right. Where are you going to get your medicines now? Huh. And they burned the freaking CBS down. I mean, hello, Correct. folks, bipolarity is right. something that, that can be cured. You just got to vote for the other side and wait for us to fix this because you gave the other team... 60 years to ruin it, you got to give us at least 30 to fix it. I mean, come on. It's yeah. not going to be easy. We've got some flakes in our party, too, that have learned to... to oh, please. To I will I will give you Liz Cheney, and I will give you Mitt Romney for, 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 for Manchin and, Sen, and Seneca. What's her name? Seneca? Seneca yeah. Not Seneca. I'm saying her name wrong. Yeah. Cinema. Cinema. I will take her... Cinema, anyways, you guys don't know what I'm talking about. I will take... Trade those two any days. Like let's do like little baseball card trade. Let's do well, it. Well, I was saying the other day uh, in a chat, and of course a lot of people don't really w- want to see that they are cheerleading. I uh, I make a lot of excuses uh, for their behavior as, hey guys, you know, are you really conservative or are you just cheerleading? Mm-hmm. If you're just cheerleading, you can complain about something that's already happened, but it's already happened. Are you going to join my team where you see around the corner? And I put them with this notion. Think about a third party candidate running against Trump against whoever those lefties put up. But the big the big problem will be how about if those lefties are Manchin and Tulsi Gabbard as as running mate? I'll take her too. She gonna come over to our side too. Okay. A lot of people don't want to see that that's a formidable Oh no! That alternative. They will pull. They will definitely pull from both sides. Actually. Yes. And then you just throw in a Ross Perot, find one. And all of a sudden, Trump loses the second. Well, Trump is a Ross Perot. He really is. They don't. They don't hate Trump because of Trump. 
They hate Trump because he's a businessman that came in and, and wasn't money. a politician that worked his way up with the politics, learning the bribery system, learning yeah. the filth of the swamp. Wash my you hands, gotta, I wash you, yours. Right. They, they didn't have anything on him. Now all they tried to throw stuff on him, throw stuff on him, throw stuff on him. Let me tell you, I can't believe that they can't really find him. That they have to invent stuff on him because I really would have thought, eh, you got to have something when you get up well, to Well, when that. he took down the banks, people are very jealous of the fact that he brought the banks down to their knees because they... He owed them a bunch of money. He made them re reset the entire loan. So, oh, you want to sell my stuff? Go ahead. Get, tell me how good you do. You know, Mr. Mr. Trump, we're willing to recalibrate, drop, knock off a couple hundred million dollars off some of these skyscrapers you're building and continue selling them. Right. But the thing is, he works the system, and the system... If they don't, the liberals don't like it, guess what? It's the system that they set up because all the loopholes that he takes advantage of yeah. are the ones that they set up so that they can take advantage Remember, of. Remember, I, I never declared personal bankruptcy, <laughs> and I never hated any woman except for Rosie O'Donnell. That <laughs> <laughs> started the whole mess. Wait, Rosie O'Donnell's not a woman. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She can't say that now. I don't know. I I, I don't know if she's just gay or if she now uh, considers so herself. She. If she considers herself a man, you know, I I, I consider myself a unicorn. Ah. It's like, and no, and it also please. and it also started uh, ruining a, a, a wonderful lady's career, Megan Kelly. She just stepped on it so bad. She's never been able to resuscitate herself, and she had a fantastic career on Fox. Elegante, beautiful, hardcore, yeah. not too hardcore in terms of fan base. And not too right, not too left. She was there for a fantastic TV yeah. career. And instead, they turned her into a hippie as soon as she went to the other channels. They cut her hair. They made her look butchy. Yeah. It, nobody liked her humor. Yeah. <laughs> and boom, they, it blew up on her, too. T talking about butchy, let's go to another subject. The uh, the transgender thing, the Leah Thomas thing. I don't know why anybody has ever ma hasn't made this point. So much of, you know, oh, Leah Thomas is a guy, but has a woman's brain. I can understand that that happens to some people, and I can't, I can't imagine that I would have the brain of a man and then look down and see this, or I would no, have my wrong. brain and I look down and see that, and I'd, be, <laughs> I'd freak, okay? I guess they're born that way so they get used to it, but I can understand what a dysfunction that is. And my heart breaks for people like that, although, you know, people are more understanding of it, and that's fine, that's a fine I'm thing. Not so, I'm not so compassionate. I understand that if it happens to me as a father, uh, I seek help, you know, I seek okay, help from so my child. Let me, let me finish my point here. So why has nobody ever said that if she wants to make uh, a, a big a big thing in the swimming world, she should be the first woman who swims against men? Because the reason there are men's sports and there are women's sports is purely Physical. not because of the mind, but because of the body. The woman's body is, just because the way it is, is much less strong than a man is. A man has much broader shoulders, much longer arms, much longer legs, uh, much bigger pecs. I'm sorry. Lungs. Lung capacity. Yeah, much bigger lung capacity, bigger bigger strokes. And Plus, your, your, that's your bodies why, that's are That's the geared. only reason why we separate men and women's sports. Not because of the mind, but because of the body. So if Leah Thomas wants to make some type of statement, be the first woman who swims against men. Yes, that's where she should be because her she, body's a man's body. So say, guess what? I'm a woman, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna still swim against you because guess what? I have a man's body, and I can do it. I'm a woman, and I can beat you. The thing is, she can't. She was like a hundred and something. I think more. At, well, right? She was two hundred and something. Right? Yeah. Who knows? And then decided, oh, to, uh, what a convenient time to come out of the closet. And uh, also the perversion of what really motivates these men to want to be women. Who's to say that she just doesn't want to be in a locker room full of naked girls showering around? Absolutely. Swing, swinging his Dixie all over the place. Because women have reported back to their parents 
that swim with them and say, Dad, you know, he's there hanging it. He's hanging his member. He hasn't gotten uh, rid of it. So they're in the locker room with a guy. And uh, I'm sorry, but even women don't even get to dress in front of each other. So if he's getting dressed in front of the women, he's the only one getting well, dressed. Because women he, really normally I'm, don't dress in front of each other. That's why there's always yeah, uh, dressing rooms. Just, yeah. well, they're not like men where men all walk around yeah, naked. Yeah. Women don't all walk. I mean, sometimes there's some weirdo women that do that. But 90% of women I know, we like to have our own little, little rooms. Yeah. You know? It's a, so who's to say that the motivation behind these sickos um, aren't sicko? You know, I well, mean, like the kid in the high school that went into the woman's locker room, I mean, into the woman's bathroom, bathroom and, and raped a little girl. Two. Yeah. And then he moved her to another and then, school and, and then did the it again. And the parents who came to complain about it, they, they take him away. Yeah, the father who came to complain about the, it. The bald gentleman who was tackled by the cops. Um, it's a backwards world. The guy right now in, in New York that got, got, got knifed three times by, by the girlfriend, she's got free. He's protecting himself, and he's the one that's going to go, that they're going to try to... What, well, at least how come at, the, what happened to the no bail? How, what happened to the bail reform? What happened to no bail for him? At least the victim is dead. Yeah, <laughs> the victim and and all, all of his future victims will will uh, will will be thankful to that man to Someone, Alba. Someone's got to give him a, a bodega in his name. Like all the future victims of Alba uh, Alba bodega is going. Spreading up all over New York. Yeah, George Floyd becoming a, a patron saint. They take down Theodore Roosevelt's uh, a statue in front of the American Museum, the American uh, 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 Natural History Museum. He didn't own slaves. <laughs> what are they talking? And then they put up a, not in the same spot, but they put up a statue of a thug. Yeah, a thug who basically OD'd. I mean, the, the knee to the, the neck. I don't think that's a very good tactic. But he OD'd because when, he's, not only, when not the only cops that, found him, he went and took all the, all the drugs that, he had on him. Not only that, he served time for accosting a woman in her home in a home. He invasion. held a gun to a pregnant woman's belly, yeah. a Hispanic pregnant woman's belly. What about the, the? Who cares about the Hispanic woman? She must be sick. No, she must be sick. Seeing all these people saying, "Oh, poor George Floyd," all of his future victims thank that cop. All his future victims, because that guy was going to continue to victimize but, and victimize and victimize wasn't people. Wasn't she a, a pregnant uh, taco? No, she <laughs> a pregnant taco. She was a pregnant taco. I guess yeah. she doesn't count. Yeah. And I always, I, I've been saying lately, I, I, I'm so happy that my, my Anglo friends used to call me pastelito, not taco. <laughs> I was called Pastelito by all my cigar buddies that were Anglo. Right. Pastelito, come over here, sit next to me. I'm, I'll buy you a cigar. I go, wow, thank God I wasn't a taco. Right. <laughs> it's really. It's, oh, yeah. Tacos are my favorite, favorite foods. Tacos and gyros are my favorite foods ever. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gyro fan. But I, now, I, I'm a Taco Bell fan, and, and when I go to Arby's, it's gyros. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that Arby's had gyros. The best. The best, Jerry. And the how best. Many, how many Arby's are <laughs> the left? the Seinfeld fans. The last, <laughs> the last Arby's was uh, turned into a Latin American no, cafe. No, there's one on 8th Street by me. 8th Street and 67th. Wow. When I come back from the Big Five, dropping off my mom, I stop in there and I get my gyro. Wow. It reminds me of the youth fair where, it's where I learned to eat them. Wow. I yeah. learned at the Omni, well, there was a Greek a little uh, nick and cranny inside the Omni Mall and for Kiba Skater, grabbing B Kiba Skating, going to the Omni with like a big you right. know, pre, pre-driver's license. And man, that guy- They had a know, carousel in there too. Yeah, they had a carousel at the, at the, at the lobby of the hotel, yeah. absolutely. And of course, Nike's uh, just made that transition to leather, the leather Nike, this is before Michael Jordan. Uh, please don't talk to me about Nike and all of those people that are profiting off the, the Chinese slaves. Uh, they're, they're, they're trying to virtual signal to us and over there and they're making tons and tons and tons and tons of profit because they're using slaves yeah, absolutely I mean and sweatshops I'm, I'm right now I'm reading Peter Schweitzer's other book uh, which is red-handed which is all about how the Bidens and the Chinese do you know remember, uh, do you know, remember when that started throw a little bit of history on you 
Uh, How did that start? Oh, the, the Chinese coming in? It started in, with uh, Bush no. Senior. Bush Senior is the one who, who no. really got it. I got along early, with the Chinese earlier, earlier than a springboard. Early, obviously, was China's Nixon's uh, forays into China because mm-hmm. he had to keep. For him, it was war, triangular uh, diplomacy. He had to keep Stalin and Mao from liking each other too much because they already were in love with each other, period, Mm -hmm. philosophically. He offered uh, Mao Zedong a a tremendous burgeoning and offering of capitalism, of the fruits of our labor by having cheap labor, which is existing today. But where China really got its legitimacy was when then, and it might be what you're talking about, Bush, because I can see this happening at the end of Bush's term since it was a short term. I can see him uh, gardening the garden and, and the flowers are still not budding yet. But Bill Clinton accepted China into the World Trade Organization. Oh, they bought World, his presidency. World they, Trade Organization. They bought his presidency 100%. When he was going downhill with the, with the whole... Uh, Monica Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky, but before that, Jennifer Flowers. Yes. When that was all going down, I mean, the stories I've read on him, What? basically, it's a, a rapist. And, uh, and 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 women have come out of the woodwork saying he's a rapist. No, wasn't it brilliant of Trump bringing him to the debate? Yeah, older in age. Yeah. And when he was being busted for the for what would happen in the bus, you yeah. know, whatever he said, right, ruined that guy's career. Who ratted him out, by the way? That guy never had a career after that. And then he brings the three victims to the debate. That right. was brilliant. Yeah. No, and no. Bill was like this. <laughs> yeah. And the, for the audience' sake, it's that stare that Bill. You see him in the audience, looking down at Hillary. And you'd be in jail. Do you realize that after he after he told Hillary that you'll be in jail, he makes a terrible mistake once he's elected. And I see this coming. That oh, you made a big mistake. He had an interview with uh, Stahl. Uh, what's Leslie Mr. Stahl? Leslie Stahl. Mm-hmm. And he has his beautiful wife too next to him. Ivanka next to him, and his kids standing behind him. And I believe they're in the Trump residence in New mm-hmm. York with this interview. It seems like his residence. And he makes a cardinal error. hasn't even been inaugurated yet. She goes, do you really believe that about Hillary, that she should be in jail? And he makes a big mistake. He should have said, oh, yes, when I'm president, my DOJ is going after her. Instead, he goes, I don't want to hurt her. And I slumped back in my chair because I was a Ted Cruiser during the campaign. And I, I go, dude, they're coming after you now. And sure enough, Russian collusion. Right out of the no. gate. He doesn't want her hurt because he's decent and doesn't. And it says this woman has given a lot to this country. Let it, let her just bow he, out and go away. And she is not going to bow out and go away. That's another book I read, which was called sh- Shattered. Shattered is about these two biographers that love Hillary Clinton. So they say, hey, can we follow you here through your campaign? Because we're going to write a book about how you shattered the ceiling. You know, the glass the ceiling. The glass ceiling she's talking right. about. And Shattered ended up being that all of her dreams were shattered. <laughs> yes. And they were there that night when she lost. And who wouldn't even come out and, and, and uh, give her concession speech and she's with Leon Panetta and they just they're right then and there right in front of these biographers who are writing a book they're so brazen they said let's say the Russians the Russians colluded with him right there Leon Panetta and her came up with it said they started pushing it and then they did the, and then, he then gets, they did the dossier and then the dossier got put into the media so then the, the, they go to the to the FISA court and they go look it's even written up in the media the media's in on it the dossier is a fake are you kidding me and it, and they all colluded the FBI the CIA the DOJ everybody that the, the NHS all of and them Mary, are, are what's polluted the real, from when Obama came in. He polluted all of them. Everything. Turned it into a one-party system and knows that they can get away with everything because nobody is going to go Prosecute. after them. Look what's happening with Hunter. I mean, the guy, we see him breaking the law. 
and he's still running around now with his fake little Russian bride. Not only that, the, the page he's got I, a fake little Russian bride now. And and the and the and the the payback. I don't know if she's Russian, but she has a thick accent. I'm not sure. Well, and, it really doesn't matter. I think she's a time. fake. She's a fake wife. She, she's probably she, just. She's a, she's she's probably, a beard. <laughs> a beard to look normal, like he has a normal life. But people don't even connect his misdeeds and the money bribing between Russia and Ukraine pissing off Putin. Well, the media doesn't cover it. My liberal friends don't know any of this that stuff. That war was complete. They don't know any of this stuff. They're, in the, they're in the dark. That's why they are. If they actually knew any of this stuff, they wouldn't be the way they are. They're in the dark. If I only knew what they knew, I'd probably be them. Well, notice their mantra. I believe it's Washington Post's mantra. The democracy dies in the dark. And it's on their headline. Right. Their, their headline quotes, my God, you're guilty of it. Mm-hmm. You've left us in the dark. People like you and I know exactly what's going on. Many of us are in the millions already, but the vast majority can't stand why they're not wealthy if they're working 80 hours a week. You know, they're working their ass and they never get ahead. Right. And that's the biggest problem we have in our society. Oh my God, just look back a couple of years. When Trump was president, I was doing, oh my God, I was making six figures in my real estate. Everybody was happy. I was traveling all and over. And interest rates traveling all over incredibly Europe. low since the Obama never days. Never worried about money, never worried about the future. My pension was flourishing. It was just, we were, everybody was getting along. Nobody thought, are you black, are you white, are you Hispanic? Nobody cared because everybody was doing great. And then, and then it was like, this cannot happen. This guy, because he's made the Hispanics flourish, he's made the blacks flourish, everybody's super no, happy. And he made this a, cannot happen. And, he made and Bill Maher kept saying, we have to destroy the economy. We have to destroy the economy. Guess what? I am a believer that the Democrats and the Chinese work together to let that COVID bug go. That they knew it wasn't going to be a real killer, that it was going to kill off the old people, which, of course, for their population control, great, let's get rid of the weak. The COVID will... But they weren't going to let out a bug that was going to actually kill healthy, healthy people. Although people are going to say, oh, healthy people died. No, they were put down there they were, that they died of COVID. It's because that hospital wanted to get the $30,000 for putting down the died of, of But there's people who come out and said, my father died in a, in a motorcycle accident. He didn't die of COVID. He just tested positive for COVID when his, they did his corpse. But he died in a motorcycle accident. So yeah. they were fudging those numbers big time to scare the crap out of us. No, I remember the The, the Chinese put out videos of people with, like just walking along China and they take a whiff and all of a sudden they like, oh, and they fall over. My son was sending me this back in 2019. And I said, don't believe anything China puts out. That's a BS. And, and, and I'm, I'll be one of the people who says, I'm sorry, but COVID is just another flu. Unfortunately, it was a brand of, of flu that we didn't, we don't have all the old people weren't inoculated against it. Uh, and so they took out and, and I, Think that they look at it as collateral damage, big deal. We needed to ruin the economy, and then when the economy didn't really get that ruined, and people were still loving the president, and said, "Oh, we can't gather together. Let's do caravans." And now we took up the whole city streets, all of Eighth Street. We did caravans. I went to one of the caravans that we got together. I think it was an FIU field. Yeah, I heard that was a thousands of people. It, man. Let me tell you, when we drove up. Half the field was full, and I figured it was going to be it. I kept looking. We were there for an Took hour, having arrive. a ball. We were having a ball, and we even we even rented a, a, a convertible, and uh, and the cars just as far as the eye could see. And I went to a rally. The last rally he did in Opalaka. Waited eight hours for this. Yeah, event. it was at nighttime. Thirty thousand people. Let me tell you, that, you know, it was hard waiting those eight hours. But once he got on, you forgot all about. How hard your the, the butt? Did he your show butt up in the car. Did he land in? in he the, landed. In, he landed in Opalaka Airport, right in the a, plane, right in front of us. It was wonderful. I saw from my own eyes how much people loved a president who actually loved keeping his, his word. He, he he's he doesn't need to be bribed. That's what they. That's see. That's the panic they had. The politicians. We can't bribe this guy. He's already rich. 
You know, all these other people came in like little country bumpkins with no money. No, and it's first lady from a communist yes. country, so she knew yeah. the operation. And then they make fun of her accent while saying that they're all lovers, inclusive, and don't make. And you're a xenophobe. You're a xenophobe. You're the xenophobe. You're the one making fun of her and accent. And she speaks seven, yes. six languages. Right. Please, you don't. You can't hold a candle to that woman and her intelligence. You know, unbelievable. It's so. It's so. It's so bipolar, man. No, really no and then is. you see Biden during the campaign, and Biden, finally they get him out, and he goes, they bring him to a mall, they forgot to put a backdrop behind him, and people kept shopping. And then they like, I saw a woman, I was going to a, I think it was a Bed Bath & Beyond, and she looked to see who was talking, and she went, and, she went, <laughs> and, she went, and there was like seven, wait, car, wait, wait seven cars that pulled up. Can you do that again? <laughs> yeah. Standing ovation, okay? Say it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, are you going to tell me that that guy got more votes than Hillary? Eight million. I have my eyes. I can see that that this guy was winning over Hispanics and blacks, and that was panicking them. They let that little bug go on purpose. Nobody's going to convince me otherwise. That's why. That's why Biden isn't demanding China. Where are the origins? What happened? That's why the, 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 the Democrats aren't asking. They know where it happened. It was Fauci happened. Fauci was a guy who was giving the money to the who was giving the money to the Chinese. So sad. And on, to to Obama's credit, to clean his soul, he gave Fauci a written letter saying, "Stop gain of function research." Yes, uh, I will not, give that to Obama. He did say, "Stop doing this." And Fauci went around the, around the back door, going to who? Third party and getting yeah. money from the who? From the and, from the and, who. and had his patents. Yeah, he got a piece. Oh, of he the had action. already he had a patent already for for the uh, um, for the vaccine. Before he let out the bug, he already had the patent for the vaccine. At least, a, a, oh, I don't know how much of it he had, but yeah, yeah. He had he had ownership of it somehow. He was like, it's so it's disgusting. If a vaccine like this comes, if a if a bug like this comes out, I'll uh, I, I'd like to be in on that vaccine. And you know, come on. And then you also have Gates buying a bunch of uh, farmland to force the <laughs> to mass produce vegan hamburgers. And before you know it, I've had a couple of these vegan things. They're Awful. Yeah. They I, cook terrible. And they smell terrible. And they rubber. Yes. I mean, it's terrible. And yet, my daughter disagrees with me entirely. Oh, they, go, they, they want to go, go, eat bugs. Don't we have the same taste buds? You, you know, I made you. Just, Dad, it doesn't taste that bad. You're crazy. It tastes yeah. like crap. You yeah. know, it's terrible. Yeah. And then we know that China's also bought up a bunch of ham, ham and porks. Because they had the, you know, something was up many years ago when you saw their the pig, the pig famine that they had, where the pigs were dying of this virus. You could smell this coming on. There, they were, you would just see on the videos, literally huge trenches of Chinese trucks dumping live pigs, Oof. and then they napalm the entire ditch and burn all these all these poor pigs because they were sick. They had like a mal cow disease. Uh, oh, how horrible. The pig, uh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, you could go to the YouTube and see. This is years ago, way before Trump. So it was all chaos-driven. Mm -hmm. These people are reacting to, wow, we, our population control tactics are, are gone, that one-child policy. Right. And uh, they realized, oh, my God, because when, a, when your population goes down, that's a lot less slaves you have. So can we really sustain the American economy's needs into the future. Which leads me to our final point with our last five minutes. Right. In my book, uh -huh. I make a prediction. What's your book called, by the way? The Fiscals. The what? The Fiscals. The Fiscals, like fiscal year? Yes, The Fiscals. It used to be online, uh -huh. all 399 pages, but 
I got tired of uh, uh, protecting it from hacks. I co- it was costing me over six, seven thousand dollars a year just in hack patch protection. My ser- wow. My servers were in South Africa. They were constantly hacking it. And then the message on the wall came one day. It says, Manny, uh, I don't feel very well uh, from South Africa. Uh, I don't feel very well. I need to send you the pages. I can't really manage your site much longer. I go, what's wrong? You know, I, I think I'm dying of COVID, and he did. Oh, how horrible. So he sent me back all these electronic pages, you know, with the graphics. And uh, I have a copywriter checking them out because the online version was different than my actual manuscript. Mm-hmm. So then it would, there, would, there would have been an even larger website that nobody would have read. And I, to this very day, I don't know what kind of traction I had. It was before building this radio station. But I make a prediction in there called CantonCuba.com. Mm. <laughs> Every chapter had a website. So you don't have to read the whole book. You just read the stuff of interest. It's about the reinvention of the United States. I found uh, the harsh reality that the Belt in the Belt and Road Initiative, Silk Road Initiative, the Belt and Road Initiative by China, that Cuba fell into it. They owe China five billion, and most of the money was spent in the most and largest, most advanced, not yet most advanced, but quite large, 128 square miles large industrial park called La Zona zona Industrial de Cuba en el Puerto de Malier, Z-E-D-M. And when you Google that, you realize what I realize. Taiwan is 110 miles away from Shanghai, and Mariel is 110 miles away from Miami. They're only going to threaten Taiwan to get Cuba. And they're bringing all that manufacturing yeah. to Cuba. People don't realize how, front much, door, how much China and Cuba are actually working together right now. Front door of the Port of New Orleans. China has its eyes on this country yes. 100%. So the fentanyl gonna, they're sending in through the through the cartels, and then the Biden is leaving them wide open well, to come in. Do you know that Every fentanyl death is on Biden. Every single one. Okay. Do you know that, that a Malaysian company under the skies of Malaysia... Mm-hmm. They control both sides of the Panama Canal, the toll. They actually monitor, weigh, and inspect both sides, Pacific side and Atlantic side. That's how Roe was able to get those MiGs sent to North Korea, all dissembled under a bunch of under a bunch of sugar that was not, was supposed to be looked uh, looked um, looked away from, mm-hmm. and instead the Feds were onto it and they they actually busted it. But we're in deep, deep, deep doo doo. When China takes over Cuba in exchange for uh, free Taiwan, what will the Americans do? They'll give them Cuba. They give them Russia. They'll give them Cuba. They put them up for adoption like that. Yeah. Because today we all know from our parents' explanation of our reality that Cuba would have been Tokyo by now. 30 million people, free, loving people, obviously... You, you can have two, you know, for, right. the, for, for the womanizing man who was a heaven's gates because you can ha- raise a child, raise a family in Cuba and be home for lunch for your American family. All that stuff was not convenient. It was very popular in the 40s and 50s. But that dual, that dual culture that would have occurred of two paradises. Yeah, the junkets. They had those junket flights. <laughs> I mean, literally, you could have breakfast in Cuba and lunch and vice versa every single day of the week. I think it's a, it's a like 20-minute flight, not even. Not even. By the, take, time, uh, by the time you're at elevation, to, you're coming back like down. Like New York to Washington. Yeah. Yes. You take off and you land. Bingo. And uh, no le convenía a los americanos. That kind of stiff competition. Plus, Cuba had 
had liberated slaves eight, eight or nine years before the United States, not so much in the proclamation and the, and the war victory, but without war, by just giving them the benefits in the 1940 Constitution. Mm-hmm. In fact, half of the unemployment compensation and welfare and all that crap that we give people, that came from the 1940 Constitution. So even that, the Americans mimicked in the 60s. Mm-hmm. That's almost 12 years uh, Cuba was ahead of itself, or ahead of America. And again, it goes back to us liberating uh, and assisting in the, in the most gravest terms by controlling Mississippi and funding the Battle of Yorktown, the final battle, through the French who had the Navy who brought the ships. But that, that has uh, in and of itself uh, a, a, a divine providence, mm-hmm. very similar to the denied manifest destiny. There's a providence there that when you defy him upstairs... And you're given the most blessed part of the world, which is what North America is. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the giant Great Lakes in the middle of our country, Lake Superior, yeah. and, and all the Great Lakes. Homes, homes, uh, homes is uh, Lake Huron, Ontario, uh, um, Michigan, Superior, Erie, Erie and, and Superior Homes, H O M E S. That's how I remember. Well, it's a great way to learn it because I was having difficulty. Th- thank you for sa- for saving me. <laughs> But then what do we do? We bastardize it by putting the Erie Canal through there, bringing salt water into fresh water. That's, a, that's not right. Who did that? A bunch of industrialists that were not conservative because what's-his-name had the big uh, manufacturing plant there, Mr. Ford. and uh, those, those lakes are beautiful. They're the size of oceans. Yes. It's like so, an ocean in the middle of the I was the in land. Cleveland for the, uh, for the convention, the Republican convention, and I was amazed to find big, huge shipping companies what are these people here for? <laughs> Hello, Mongo. <laughs> they're on the they're on the lake, an ocean-sized lake. Yeah. But going back to what I was saying originally, there's Article Five of the Treaty of Relations that I talked about, where it says flat out, for us to deal with ZEDM, Mariel uh, Industrial Zone, we need competition for that. Guess what? We have the right and full authority using Article 5 of the Treaty of Relations to develop Guantanamo as the deepest port in Cuba. Yeah, it's far away, mm-hmm. but we established a free zone there, and it's larger than Dade County by three miles with a deeper bay in between. Hello? Build it for veterans, by veterans, give the... Uh, what you're seeing now, uh, what's our friend from New York, uh, uh, 11, uh, September 11th, uh, help me here. Who, who are you uh, talking about? The man who funds your homes when, you're, when your wife is, uh, when you're a soldier who died. and he. Oh, Frank Silla? Frank Siller. Uh-huh. Uh, what's his organization again? The tower to, uh, tower Tun- to Tunnels. Tunnels to Towers. Tower, oh yeah, God. Tunnels to Tower, yeah. What a senior moment. Okay. Well, T2T.org. <laughs> that same concept mm-hmm. I already had in my book, but at Guantanamo where you invite the soldier to go to Guantanamo, where they can uh, work out their limbs because they have a rehab facility for uh, Navy veterans and Iraqi veterans. They swim into this deep, deep, deep into the bay to build their trunks to be able to walk with artificial limbs, to build their trunks first. But build a home for one, build a home for a comrade, comrade using Cuban term. Uh, and develop it into what I call GitmoFreeZone.us. And that was a website for a long mm-hmm. time. Got tired of protecting it. And you can see the, the, re-elect, the, the reinvented United States is in that poster there in the room. We'll talk about that later. So 
give us your closing moment. This is this. I would like to have you back again because. You, yeah, this you, is fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I built this for this kind of fun. I just built this station in 2017 when I won a, a lottery, a FCC lotteries. And I'm so happy that you and I are, are the same political brethren. Yeah. And I've always been looking for someone like you that has the same oomph with me. I just got to be trained to let you speak <laughs> and not interrupt you. I'm so happy you were enthusiastic to come here. And I'm sure. Oh, definitely coming back. And Saragossi, uh the pleasure is ours because actually we're pleasing him more than we're pleasing each other. Right. Although, although you yeah. don't see how much fun we're having in here. But anyway, uh, sign off to my buddy uh, Saragossi. I hope you're going to be feeling better. Yeah. And sign off to you, uh, Mary Maria. Ma Maria. Maria yeah. Mo Moralita. Moralita. Maria Morales Gomez. Now, uh, do you want to make an announcement about this podcast? Well, I'm, I'm working on a, on a deal uh, with Caracol Studios to have my own podcast, which will be actually filmed, so it's sort of like a webcast. We're still working on the on all the uh, details and stuff like that, but I'm getting excited. The, the preliminary name we've come up with is Between the Lines with Maria. Okay. Because uh, me being a PR exec from New York, I can, I'm going to dissect how the left tells you the truth but leaves out that they did it. The rest of the truth. <laughs> the rest of the truth. You know. All right. Well, folks, uh, there you have it. We're gonna have her back. Uh, we gotta come up a name for our show. Can, yeah. It can be Eminem since you're Maria and I'm Manuel. Oh, I love that. Uh, that just came out of the top of my head. Eminem MAGA. What's up? <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, signing off for WSQF 94.5 with Maria Morales Gomez. And may you rest in peace, our our. Our infamous, your brother, Moralito, my, George. George Moralito, uh, uh, wonderful childhood together. Yeah. God bless you Thanks, all. Thanks, Manny. Take care, and uh, we'll be back.